Welcome to the Health Ranger Report on Brighteon.tv. I'm Mike Adams, the founder of Brighteon. Today we have a new guest, a very special guest, someone who is increasingly popular on Brighteon, and he is the founder of The Prophecy Club. His name is Stan Johnson, and his website is prophecyclub.com. He's also, of course, got a prominent channel on Brighteon and other video platforms. And Stan is an expert in the book of Revelation, not only what it says, but also what it means and how it applies to the things that we are witnessing in our time. And many of us who are looking at the Bible, looking at Scripture, and then looking at the world, we believe that some elements of what was written long ago are actually happening right now, emerging right before our eyes. Are we living through the end times? Are we living through the tribulation? Opinions vary widely, but we're going to talk to Stan from the Prophecy Club, who is an expert on this topic when we return for those answers and much more. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to the Health Ranger Report here on TV, And I really want to just say uh, thank you so much to our new guest today, Stan Johnson from The Prophecy Club. His website is prophecyclub.com, and his videos are at watchprophecyclub.com. And Stan, I'm a fan of your work, and I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for what you're doing and for sharing this with the world. Welcome to the show. It's my pleasure. Thank you, sir. Well, I, I, it just brings great joy every time I see one of your new videos posted on our platform. I, I love to watch it because you interview a lot of people and you have a lot of knowledge. So just since this is our first time talking, give our viewers a little background of what you do, how long you've been doing it, and what, what's your goal with all of your work? Well, I was hoping that the lights would take away the wrinkles and the gray hair, but it hasn't so far. Uh, I've been doing Bible prophecy, well, studying it 40 years, teaching it 30 years, and doing a radio and sometimes TV program on it now. Gene will be 29 years. Wow. We used to put on uh, Power Jesus Crusades. We've done about 70 of those, a three-day meeting, and we've had about 160 guest speakers that we put on speaking tours making about 330 two-and-a-half-hour DVDs, and uh, got, I don't know, probably uh, several hundred thousand subscribers on several different platforms. But, of course, the best one is Bratian. <laughs> well, thank you for saying that. We're, we're doing our best. But I love the fact that you use every technology and every platform available to get the word out. We, we support that. We're trying to tell people that the end times is really here. It's not a joke. And rather than getting scared about it, what we're trying to encourage people to do is to get prepared. And, of course, the first preparation, Jesus in the heart. Second preparation is to make certain all of the people we know are going to go to heaven. And then that we're able to feed them and get them clean water and things like that. So it's very important that we get prepared for the last days. And that's my heart. I memorized the book of Revelation back in 2017 and written four books as a result of that. That's extraordinary, and I'm really glad that you mentioned uh, the the top two priorities of preparedness. One is to get right with Christ, and then second is the practical preparedness, because there there is, you know, kind of a movement inside some Christian circles that uh, people say, oh, I don't have to prepare, I'm going to be raptured out of here. And, and you've heard that too. I, I hear it. I'm like, are you out of your mind? I mean, Christ wants you to be ready, I think. Well, what do you think? I, yeah, can I address that for a moment? Please do, please do. Because, look, I, I love my Christian brothers and sisters. I used to believe in a pre-trib rapture, too. I mean, I've gone to the Christian bookstores, and the only books they sell were rapture books. 
But what happened when I memorized the book of uh, Revelation back in 2017, I didn't think anything special was going to happen, but something special did start happening. I started getting revelations. I mean, like, okay, so even though I've been teaching prophecy like 35 years then, all of a sudden, wisdom was jumping into my head, that, and I was seeing things. I was understanding things on a level I'd never reached before. What he showed me is that there's one word, the word first fruits found in Leviticus 23.10 and Revelation 14.4. That is a, this was in one of the visions. He showed me that that's a secret door that links the Feast of Leviticus 23 to all of the prophecies in Revelation. And as a result of that, now they can be put like in correct chronological order. All of the prophecies of Revelation, I wrote it in a book called Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. You can get it at prophecyclub.com. And also I have some charts in the back of all of those four books that explain how it works. Now, the reason people believe in a pre-trib rapture, first of all, in our flesh, all of us want to believe that we're not going to be tested. All of us wants to believe that we're going to have a wonderful day today and tomorrow and next year. I understand that. That's the flesh. But because they don't have the secret door, they can't put the prophecies of Revelation in the correct chronological order. And I believe that God gave it to me, not because I'm special, but because you're special. You are a part of the last day's soul winning team. Like it or not, believe it or not, you are. You are a watchman, especially if you're watching this, you're a watchman, and God is preparing you to win souls in the great revival that is just around the corner. And by reading the secret door and understanding that, and then you can put prophecies of revelation in the correct chronological order, then all of a sudden, of course, of course, it has to be that way. If this is here and this is here and it is, well, then that can't be right. And there's not a pre-trib rapture. They misunderstand. I love them. Not trying to beat them up. I love my pre-trib brothers and sisters. They don't bother me a bit. I love to talk to them. I would love to be invited to pre-trib churches, not to go in and beat them up, not to even contest with them, but to love on them and to be able to say, okay, here's the way it really happens and to show them. And then all of a sudden lights turn on and they say, of course, of course, I can see that. I can see that. And because so what is the, the, the best way for people to get that explanation of the, the chronology that you're talking about? Is it from your book? I would book love or? to be able to say, it'll take me five minutes to explain it, or <laughs> take me an hour to explain it, but it's deep. And yeah. that's the reason, in one of the visions he showed me, the last vision was put it in a book because some things can only be learned by seeing them in writing not by audio or visual. So I wrote the book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. I've got two charts in the back of it so that people can see. And it's, well, I'll put it this way. One lady stepped up to the book signing table and I was going to sign her book. She says, I want to say something. She says, I'm an avid book reader. I read two or three books every week and I have all of my life. And she says, I got your skinny little book in the mail. I thought I'll blow through that in three hours. She says, that was two weeks ago. <laughs> she has read it now, but it's not a, an entertainment book. It's more like a reference book. 
in this book, you'll read a sentence and you'll blink and you'll read the sentence again. You go back, look at the charts and you say, well, of course. As a matter of fact, our little ministry has sold about 15,000 of them. And my email is in every one of the books and I'm yet to get one email, not one that says I'm crazy or have a hole in my head. I disagree with you. Everyone that reads the book says, God showed you something. <laughs> and, and he did. And I, I believe that it's, he gave me the secrets for the last days to be delivered to the last day saints. That's you. So that when people find themselves in the tribulation, we're not there yet, but we are very close. When they find themselves in the tribulation, then they can give an answer. And they aren't stumbling around, fumbling around, looking like a fool. Instead, they can tell people, okay, here's what's happening. This is what happened there. Here's what's coming. Now you need to accept Jesus. All of this is all about building the kingdom of God. Now, let me ask you then, the signs that we are observing, uh, even let's say people who aren't familiar with Scripture, they are seeing in our culture, they're seeing the attacks on children through the transgenderism push and the genitalia mutilation push. They are seeing the bestiality of people come out with the outpicturing of the weird face piercings and modification, body modifications, uh, tattoos that are demonic and things like that. They're seeing all kinds of signs, like the evil has come out. These globalist leaders talking about how they really want to exterminate the human population, things like that. Do, do you believe that those big signs that people are seeing, and there, there are others, of course, and some signs in the heavens as well, I suppose, but are those described or reflected in the word that's written in the book of Revelation? Are, are, is there already an alignment of what's happening? I think the question you're asking is, what are the signs that would let us know that we really are getting close to the start of the tribulation? Would that be the correct question? Yeah, I think you're right. Thank you for rephrasing that. That's, that's right. Yeah. I have an answer. You get that question a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, we are not in the tribulation. We are not in like some people say the sixth or seventh seal. We're not. We're not absolutely positively. We're not. Well, Stan, how can you prove that? I can prove that because in uh, Maurice Scalar's courtroom of heaven vision, the angel told him that first there has to be a great revival. All the people whose names are in, written in the book of life must come into the kingdom before he turns over to uh, the seven year tribulation, because that's seven years given to the Jews. Second, uh, uh, further confirmation. Dimitri Dudeman had the angel tell him, he, he showed him his name in the book of life and his family's names. And he said, this is the Gentile book of life. He said, and when this is full, it's complete with all of those people whose names are written in the Gentile book of life, then that closes. Then he goes to the Jewish book of life. Well, that's the start of the tribulation. 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and the, all of that. So what that has to do with the Jews, the last seven years has to do with the Jews, not the Gentiles. Now, there will be Gentiles saved in that time. But God's focus turns from now, now back to there's got to be a great revival. Jeremiah 16, 19 to 21. O Lord, my refuge and my, O Lord, my, my strength and my refuge and my fortress in the day of affliction. The Gentiles should come unto thee from the ends of the earth and shall say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there is no profit. In other words, like Buddha and things like that. And made in themselves gods that are not gods. 
Therefore, this once, I will cause them to know. I will cause them to know my hand and my might, and they shall know that my name is Jehovah. That's a worldwide revival, and I believe, and the prophets say, it starts just before the tribulation. Now, how do we know when the tribulation starts? That's a very good question, because Daniel 9.27 says, and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. Well, that's one seven-year period, but the problem is, there's all kinds of peace treaties, all kinds of agreements signed all the time, and it could be that we just fly right by and didn't even see it. Now, there's nothing in the scriptures that say that we get to hear that noise of thunder. However, back in 2000, we had Ken Peters come in and make a DVD for the Prophecy Club called I Saw the Tribulation. And to this day, I have 160 speakers, or excuse me, 160, yeah, 160 speakers, 330 DVDs. His is probably one of the top five. And I'm yet to have one person email me or come up to me and say, I did not believe what Ken Peters said was of God. Everybody accepts it. And he said that he saw in this dream, Ken Peter gone to be with the Lord now, but he saw in this dream that the tribulation started with what it was sounded like a long, loud 1970s car horn. And he said, and at that, some, not all, some of the graves around the globe exploded open. He said it was like there was a, an explosive device in the grave. He said, I literally saw dirt flying. Then I saw people wearing what appeared to be a bright, brighter than a sun, a cloak like a choir robe uh, with, with a big cloak around it, like a choir robe, standing next to the grave. They will start walking around the grave. He said, I did not see them float in the air. I did not see anybody flesh and blood float in the air. He said, I just saw them instantly, then all just disappear. And he said, and then all of the electronics on the entire globe went out, all of them, wow. for about two weeks. Well, you know, if they're the resurrection power that can make a bunch of people come out of the graves might mess with our electronics. So probably that's what happens. Now, do you have precedent for that? That's a good question. We know that when Jesus came out of the grave three days later, there was about 500 people that also came out of the graves and walked all over Jerusalem. So we have a precedent for that, but there's no guarantee that we get to hear that. Now, the other things we can watch for, he goes on to say, I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard as it were the noise of thunder, and one of the four beasts said, come and see. And I looked and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him is called, excuse me, backing up as I get my scriptures. And he said, upon him a, a white horse, and to him was given a, a bow and a crown, and he went forth conquering it to conquer. Meaning, one of the things we'll see when the tribulation starts is the start of war. No, Ukraine is not it. I do think it is the start of World War III. On 2 22 of 2022, the start of World War III, which will go on up to where the three bear. The bear will have three ribs in the mouth of it, between the teeth of it. And they will be Estonia, Latvia, and Ukraine. And when that bear eats those three ribs in the mouth of it, between the teeth of it, then I heard a voice say, arise and devour much flesh. So we're going to see the Russian bear does not stop. Okay. It, even though he overcomes Ukraine, he won't stop. He will continue until finally, as Dmitry Dudeman was told, He'll attack America and defeat America in one day and one hour, so great riches will come to naught, but he doesn't stop there. Then it goes on up till finally it reaches Armageddon, and there's the Russians, right there, Ezekiel 38 and 39, at Armageddon again. So Armageddon started 
February 22 of 2022, but it does not conclude until Jesus returns on the Feast of Trumpets, the very last Feast of Trumpets. Okay, so now are we getting close to the tribulation? Absolutely. Has it started? No. It is close. Uh, real, real quick. Mass revival. One question. Thank you for that entire explanation, by the way. Uh, now, you've given me a lot to think about and go read about as well. But you said that America is defeated in, in one hour. Yes. Can you cover that, that part of Revelation? That's not specific. How, how do you link to America? What's the link? Because I know that's controversial in some people's views. So how, how are you making that I'd, link? I'd be delighted to. Okay. okay. First of all, you have to understand who Dimitri Dudeman was. Have you heard that name? No, I'm not familiar with him. Okay. Well, then let me take 60 seconds and familiarize you. So Dimitri Dudeman was a Romanian pastor who smuggled Bibles into Romanian Russia for some 30 years. They couldn't catch him, but they arrested him. They put him through five months of torture trying to get him to tell them how he was smuggling Bibles into Romanian Russia. He wouldn't tell them. Many times the angel would come to him, don't tell, don't confess, Dimitri. Finally, they brought him into another room. Dimitri, you see this chair? We brought this all the way from Germany just for you. You're going to tell us how you get the Bibles through. You're going to die on that chair. They strapped him down. Electricity is going through him. He thought he was going to die. About that time, the whole room lit up with white light. There's the angel Gabriel. Dimitri, you're not going to die. You're going to America to give them a warning from God. Plead the blood of Jesus. He says, so I started saying, send you little Jesus, send you little Jesus, which is Romanian for the blood of Jesus. He says, I woke up on the floor. They're slapping me around. Couldn't kill me. Put him back on the electric chair. Did the same thing. Couldn't kill him. The angel came to him again and said, you have four more years to carry Bibles. Told him the year, month, day, and hour he would be exiled to America. All came to pass. He arrived in America in 1984. The angel came to him again. Get beside me. He took and showed him California, Las Vegas, New York, and Florida. He said, you see what I've shown you? This is Sodom and Gomorrah. And one day it will burn. How will it burn? America is so powerful. He said, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government would be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries will attack and defeat America in one day and one hour, so great riches will come to naught. Then God will raise up China and Japan and many of the nations. They'll go against the Russians. They'll defeat the Russians. They'll back the Russians at the treaty, but they make the Russians their leader. That's Armageddon. They can't counter the help of the Jews in America, so they cry for Messiah. Jesus returns on the clouds and defeats the armies of the world at Armageddon. Now, he says, so that you know that I'm truly the angel of God, I'm going to tell you what will happen tomorrow. He told him four specific things. They all came to pass. Now, the angel also said, specifically, Revelation 18, the whole chapter, and Jeremiah 50 and 51, verses 8 through 15, is talking about uh, America. Now, if you go to Revelation it says, Revelation 18, 1 says, I saw another angel come down in heaven, having great power. The earth was lightened with his glory, and he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon, the great, is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. And then if you skip on down, it says, For she saith in her heart, I said, a queen, and I'm no widow, and she'll see no sorrow. I believe that's talking about the pre-trib rapture. 
shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall a plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire for strong as the Lord God who judgeth her. Meaning what's going to happen is I believe we'll see, first of all, Russia is not about to attack America now. I know a lot of people trying to put fear in people uncalled for fear. They're trying to say, oh, Russia, it's, it's going to lead to World War III. Yeah, well, it's already, World War III has already started. But Russia is not about to attack America yet. Because I'm intrigued by the, the fact that America falls in one hour. Doesn't that speak to something like an EMP weapon or a power grid failure or a nuclear attack or something? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the, the angel said uh, it, it'll attack California, Las Vegas, New York, and Florida. But other prophecies have said it's a lot more than that. Uh, there's, there's a big attack on that. And yes, I think it's the Russians will attack America in a major, major attack. I should be able to lay my hands on this fact. Okay, yeah, no, no problem. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... I got it. Okay. Okay, so here are the seven headlines leading up to the fall of America. You should be writing these down. Now, my wife is a prophet, but she heard the audible voice of God on this. January 22 of 06, she heard, Omer ushers in Palestinian state, meaning the first thing America does, Israel, specifically Jerusalem. Then, like Shane Warren heard, Sundar Salvarez heard, Dan, Dan, Dan Bowler heard, when they, when they divide my land, I will divide her land. So when we split Israel, God splits America, and that's with a great earthquake down the Mississippi River Valley. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. The second headline is catastrophe hits America. I believe that's the earthquake. Three, one of America's greatest times of need. Four, Israel refuses to help America. Five, Israel is attacked. America sends troops. Six, chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice quoting Dimitri Dudem, and the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Now I can back that up. The first one was U.S. dollar drops 30% in value. Subtitle was Middle Eastern oil strikes deal with China instead of the U.S. Well, that matches with what Shane Warren was told, because Shane Warren was told that the dollar would be blowing in the wind worthless as leaves. Maurice Scalar said the, drop, the dollar would drop 30% more and ultimately be worthless. Then if you skip on down, he said he, the Israeli and the Palestinian two-state solution will be reached. Major earthquake hits the middle of the United States. American pieces, more states secede from the nation in rebellion to the federal government, meaning states, probably Texas will be one of the first ones that will actually secede from the United States of America. We're coming into a great time of trouble, but the Russians are not about to attack America. Not until we see Omar Russia's in Palestinian state, not until we see Israel split and they give the Palestinians a state. After that, it's downhill pretty quick. I've got a lot more questions for you on this, but, but hang tight for a second. Let me wrap up this segment for Brighttown.tv, and we'll continue in the extended interview for the regular uh, Brighttown.com interview. Uh, for those of you watching today on Brighttown.tv, thank you for watching. I'm sorry that we've come to the end of this segment, but again, check out this, uh, the extended version of this interview on my channel on Brighttown.com, and be sure to also visit Stan's website, prophecyclub.com, to stay informed. We've got a lot more coming up with Stan in the extended interview. Thank you for watching today. I'm Mike Adams, the founder of Brighteon. God bless you all, and take care.
All right, now we're, we're just going to continue, continue here, Stan. Thank you for uh, standing by. Um, this is truly fascinating because w what you're saying is that the key events with the splitting of Israel are sort of the triggers for what happens next, or at least the milestones, right? And I, I want to ask you about, do you have any understanding of what year, or I, don't, I, or I know maybe it's not appropriate to name, name dates, and so I'm not asking you to do that, but is there any sense of how, how things are going to progress over time? And then what about Damascus? Because Damascus is specifically you know, uh, named with something that appears to resemble a nuclear strike. Right. Okay. I think the question you're saying is, can you give us some milestones to let us know how close we are to the tribulation and how close we are to the Russians attacking America? Would that be the correct way to word that? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Again, thank you for rephrasing that. And, and it's just, we know NATO continues to escalate in a huge way. Germany just announced they're going to send more heavy equipment into Ukraine. And of course, the United States is actually on the ground running a lot of operations right now. So this, talk about poking the bear, this escalation it seems quite deliberate. And so I agree that the direction of this is World War III. It has already begun, but go ahead. Okay, well, let me back up <clears throat> because... A lot of times we don't understand what is going on because we don't really understand who is doing it. We call it the deep state. Some call it the Khazaria mafia. Some people call it they or them, you know, the elite. Okay, the correct name is this. When, Je when Moses was coming down off of Mount Sinai, he had the Ten Commandments in his hand, and he looked down and he saw that his people were worshiping a golden calf. Well, what is the name of that golden calf? The answer is Moloch. In later verses, it also calls it Baal, B-A-A-L. These are the people that are the problems. When uh, Gideon killed the Midianites, he was killing Baal. When Samson pulled the whole temple down upon Dagon, he was killing Baal, Moloch and Baal. These are the 1%, the wealthiest, strongest, richest people on the planet. And unfortunately, they own 99% of the planet. They own our government, they own our military, they own our education. Media, yeah, everything. Systems, media, they own it all. And well, so, so, so where are we? Okay, so these are the real problems. Now, Ukraine actually is the homeland of Moloch and Ball. Uh, the, the original land used to be called Khazaria. <laughs> A lot of people call them the Khazars today or the Khazaria Mafia, or the Ashkenazi Jews, they began calling themselves Jews, began acting like Jews, but they're not Jews. Revelation is two different places. Say, they say they're Jews, but they're not, but they do lie, but they are the synagogue of Satan. These are the people that are in Ukraine. Now, according to several sources that I believe, I'm about to say something that your six o'clock news and your newspapers and Fox News, they are not going to tell you this, because Fox News is owned by the Moloch and Baal worshipers. Right. These are the people that own almost everything. Anyway, so what's really going on in Ukraine is, really, the Russians are going over there to free all of the captive children, those people that are being sexually abused. That they, These Moloch and Baal worshipers, they are the most evil of the evil of the evil, evil, evil. They believe in human sacrifice. Remember, the Bible talks about making their babies pass through the fire. Uh, they believe in eating people, drinking their blood, sex right. with children, uh, 
drug trafficking, human trafficking, sex trafficking. They believe in blackmail and murder. They have they would not bother them a bit to kill you. Basically, everything on Hunter Biden's laptop is what you're saying. <laughs> like they, they believe Not it. Probably in them some. Right. Those guys, those are, those are puppets. People are the the real people are pulling the strings, and the real leaders you never see, you never hear their names. These people are unbelievably evil, and so what they're doing is, the Russians are going in there to clean out a nest of pedophiles, child sacrifice. Um, because this is the homeland of the Moloch and ball worshipers. And that's the reason the whole world has been put against them because they own the media and they control what's put in the media. And so the truth is, I'm not exactly a Russian fan, fan but, but in this case, the information I get, they're actually trying to do something about removing some of the evil. Now, that what is also about to happen Remember, Dimitri was told that the fall of America would start with an internal revolution. The internal revolution started by the communists. What started that? That was in the election when the, the bad guys removed the good guys and put the bad guy in. Well, the internal revolution is a rising up of the White Hats or the Alliance or the Military Alliance, whatever you want to call them in America, to overthrow and to kick out the bad guys. That's what the article says here. The military, the headline says the military takes charge as uncertainty looms over the federal government. So what we're about to see is massive arrests in America. And that's what the prophecy said. I'm going, we talk about that for a long time too. Massive arrests. We're about to see the good guys kick out the bad guys. And I'd like to be able to say, yeah, it's going to give us 40 more years of peace and safety. But what's really going on now is the age old battle between Jesus and Lucifer, the darkness and the light, and the Democrats and the Republicans, it's the same thing. And so these evil people are pushing to take over. Now, now yes, I, I can give you more signposts if you want. Well, I do, but I also want to get to practical matters for people, you know, in terms of their, their own preparedness, because I, I do want to ask you about food, but do you, do you, want, to, do you want to add more signposts or you want to jump over to the food topic? Uh, give me give me a minute on the food. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, we, so here, here's what happened. Okay. So we had several prophecies that said that God is going to provide bread. Specifically, he said the word bread, uh, bread for his people in the last days. And according to several prophecies, the dollar is about to die. It's about to lose 30% of its value overnight. Literally several of them. It's like literally overnight or over the weekend. And that there's about to be food shortages. I mean, I've got like 14 different dreams or visions from people. You know, Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. So we got 14 different people all in the last six months, all getting dreams and visions about food shortages. It's time to set up and pay attention. So about six months ago, a long story short, some guy sent me a video of the lady talking to church about the benefits of bread. I thought, all right, fine, I'll try it out. So I ordered a little wheat grinder and I started grinding my own wheat berries. I don't call them seeds. They call them wheat berries into flour and making my own bread. Well, I'm shocked to discover that I'm 68 years old, had never tasted real homemade whole wheat. bread. <laughs> it's a world of difference. Is it? Yes. It's very, yeah, well, it's also very good for you. Like for example, I play racquetball two or three times a week. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be playing racquetball here in the next hour today. 
And I, when I was running out to play ragamall one day, I grabbed one of these slices of bread. I ate it on the way. Man, I ran like the wind. I mean, here's an old man that's keeping up with the young guys. And even though they turn to me and says, man, you've been running like the wind today. Where'd you get all this energy? Well, it was from bread. Bread is chock full of actual energy. Now, here's the thing. What we discovered about 12 weeks ago, we started a new company, for-profit company called Joseph's Kitchen. I think God had to start it primarily as a way to provide food for his Christian believers in the last days. So what Joseph Kitchen is about is showing people how to take wheat berries, grind them into flour, 30 seconds it takes, push it about 30 seconds, put it into a bread maker, push a button, two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice, hot, steaming, wonderful tasting, very nutritious loaf of whole wheat bread. And here's the problem. Most of the people selling freeze-dried food, and I'm not trying to knock them, or uh, long-term storage foods, emergency food, all of that is about $10,000 to feed one person for one year. Did you get that? that $9,000 or $10,000, one person, one year. At Joseph's Kitchen, we can show you how to do it for about $1,000 for one person for one year, about $1,000 a person a year. Remember, in the days of Pharaoh and Joseph, there was seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. Well, perhaps on another program I can explain, but we believe the prophecies say that the famine started September the 6th of 2021. We are now in seven years of famine. Well, what was it that fed Joseph and the Pharaoh and the other people during the seven years of famine? It wasn't corn, it wasn't rice, it wasn't beans. It was wheat. So that's what we started buying. We have a warehouse full of truckloads of wheat that we are shipping out. Massive, massive response to this. By the bucket, right? In, in, the, in the pails, the, the storable pails. I'll explain that. Okay, yeah. so here's the problem. First of all, if you just order wheat, not all wheat is meant to make bread out of. Some of us make tortillas or uh, uh, pizzas where it doesn't rise. If you don't get the right wheat, it doesn't make bread. So we have the right wheat. And what we do is show you how to take the berries and turn it into wheat. But when they ship it out to you, they normally send it in just a plain brown paper bag with some printing on it. But I got one that was ripped up in the box, ripping open. <laughs> yeah. Mice and rats can get into it or moisture. So what we do is put it into a seven-gallon, very thick, hard plastic pail. But then we nitrogen pack it a thousand pounds pressure to blow out the oxygen. So if it does have any bugs, they're probably dead. Put a lid on it and then we ship that out. Now, what you do is you go to josephskitchen.com. I'll say it again, josephskitchen.com. You have to get a machines package because that's the mechanical part you'll need to make wheat. You need a grinder and you need a bread machine. Right. So. Yeah. So the, the, the mill, you put the wheat in the mill, push about 30 seconds later, you have wheat. You put that into the bread machine, along with six other ingredients, uh, yeast and oil and honey and things like that. Push a button, two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice hot steaming loaf of whole wheat bread. Now, you have to have the machines package. That's like $550. Then you decide how much food you want. You want food for six people for one year? four people one year, two people one year, one person one year, you click on that and you order how much food you want. And then the food comes. 
So the wheat berries in that pail, we estimate should last at least 25 years. Some people, I mean, they pulled it out of the pyramids and 3000 years old and it still grew. So as long as it's still in a wheat berry, it doesn't need refrigeration. So it'll keep. Now, some of the other things like olive oil, honey, they don't keep as long. So some of it, and we, we said as best we can. So anyway, you order that. And like, for example, if you order a six for one, that's less than $1,000 a person. A two for one is about, about $1,000 a person for a year. You take one three pound loaf, cut it into 14 slices. And I discovered, discovered that a slice in the morning, a slice in the afternoon, and I'm satisfied. I can eat three slices, but I don't have to. But if I eat four slices, then it gives me so much energy. I find it difficult to go to sleep before 1230. <laughs> well, l let me just add for people listening that when you and I are talking about this bread, and I do this too, I, I, I've done this for, for a couple of decades. And the bread that we are talking about is dense. It's, it's, it's heavy. But it's also delicious, by the way. I find it really delicious. But the, the bread you get at the store is just fluffed air for the most part. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's the difference between eating a real egg versus meringue. If you can try to imagine living off a of meringue. In other words, yeah, good point. Right. That's what you're doing. You're trying to live off of the white of the wheat. <laughs> yeah. So the very best part of the wheat, the germ and the, end, and the, uh, the, the, the outside. That's thrown away or actually fed to pigs. So the yeah. pigs get the food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you're right. And, and you can put all kinds of nuts or, or seeds or, like you said, honey. Uh, I've known, I've, I've used palm sugar in some of the recipes before because that's really good. And you're right. So if, if people go out and buy wheat flour, that flour may only be good for six months. But if you buy wheat berries, because the berries are intact, and they are designed to hold a long time. That's the way God designed wheat berries to last years. Uh, that, that can last, like you said, 10, 20 years is not unreasonable at all. You just got to keep it in a relatively cool place. I mean, don't, don't make it hot, you know. <laughs> don't put it in your attic. Yeah, exactly. All right, so that's great. So that's Joseph's Kitchen. And, and that's, that's your company, and it's relatively new. Well, actually, uh, my daughter owns Joseph's Kitchen. Oh, okay, okay. I say she is doing a much better job at it than I could because I'm doing probably, you know, I'm the prophecy guy. So I do prophecy. She yeah. does Joseph's Kitchen. But I will say this, that the orders are absolutely going through the roof. We've had to hire nine people in the last 12. It's only been going 12 weeks. Oh, my. We've had to have nine people. We've got truckloads of wheat. I mean, we have a truckload of wheat arriving every few days. Yeah. It's a truckload. Okay. There's 50 bags to a pallet, 17 pallets to a truckload, 840 bags. By the way, we don't even order it in bags anymore. Now they bring it to us in totes. Totes. Yeah. I know what those are. We do that. Now we have these giant crates that we send, send out to the farmers. We got two, two fans, uh, farmers out in Kansas, yep. from Kansas that's supplying it to us. Yeah. Send it back and. 2,500 pound crates of wheat at a time. And then we pour that into the, the buckets. All right. Now, Stan, we are, we're just about out of time here. And I know it went so fast. So I have to invite you back because we, we have a lot more to cover in terms of prophecies and some of your guests and some of your DVDs and so on. So I definitely want, want you to come back if you're open to it. But what, 
What final thoughts do you want to leave people with today? And, and we'll do this again for sure. Well, first of all, first of all, first of all, you got to ask Jesus in your heart. Once Jesus is in your heart, then I would suggest you go to prophecyclub.com. I have a 40-book special there. You really want to get that because you need to get some of these prophecy books because the ultimate objective is to be able to point people to Jesus. You don't want to be sitting there with the, your eyes rolling when the, somebody is trying to ask you questions about the end time and you just don't know. Okay, and all of a sudden the rapture didn't come and now we are in the middle of the mess and you, need, you don't have any answers. So get that book, at least Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Second thing, while you're there, get yourself a Berkey water filter if you don't have one, because as you just had the guy on here, what, a week, 10 days ago, they're going to start putting poison in our water. And what Leslie was told, it's also going to be in bottled water. You can't even trust bottled water. You have to have a water filter. She said that 11 years ago in a prophecy. Um, and then go to josephskitchen.com. So get yourself informed. Well, okay, yes, trouble is coming. You can get upset about that. You get scared about that. Or you can say, finally, these hard-headed, stiff-necked people that won't listen to us talk about Jesus are about to start listening. What you want to be is ready for the great revival, ready for the great soul winning ahead. That's the objective. That's where you really want to go. Okay, yeah, exactly. Well said. Um, and people are waking up, and more people are coming to Jesus, by the way. I know you're seeing that as well. I'm, I'm hearing it and seeing it. Um, it's here. It, it has begun. So, uh, Stan, I want to thank you for your time today and for all that you do and encourage people to watch your channel on Brighton or, or other platforms, and they can check out your videos at watchprophecyclub.com. And folks, be sure to spell prophecy correctly, P-R-O-P-H-E-C-Y. Um, there's no S's in there any, <laughs> anywhere. So, so just spell it correctly and you'll be fine. Uh, but Stan, thank you so much for all that you do. It's been a, a pleasure speaking with you today. It's good to meet you. Thank you for having me on. God bless. Absolutely. God bless as well. And thank you for watching today, folks. As usual, feel free to repost this interview anywhere you'd like on other platforms or your own channel. And I just appreciate all your support. And I built this platform, Brighton.com, so that we could have conversations like this. This would probably be banned most other places, but not here. This is where you get the truth. So spread the word about Brighton as well. Thank you for listening today. God bless all of you. I'm Mike Adams. Take care. Today, we live in unsettling times. Have you ever wondered what you're going to do when food is no longer on the shelves? I'm Leslie, owner and founder of Joseph's Kitchen, and I want to show you how to make healthy, homemade whole wheat bread for only a few hundred dollars a year. At Joseph's Kitchen, our goal is to help you live a more healthy and prepared life. Our products are ready for everyday use, but are also designed for long-term storage. Whether you are looking to make healthy, homemade whole wheat bread, or want to be sure your family is prepared, Joseph's Kitchen is pre-packaged to take all the guesswork out. We personally test each harvest to make sure you are getting the highest quality ingredients. Are you and your family prepared for what may lie ahead? At Joseph's Kitchen, we are your farm-to-table alternative. Go to josephskitchen.com to order today. We are so excited to offer you our new product. At josephskitchen.com, go check out our new spreadable honeys. You and your family are going to love them. We have pumpkin, pecan, cinnamon, and original. It's great to put in your coffee or your tea on your brand new loaf of homemade 
healthy whole wheat bread. Don't miss out on this holiday offer. Go to josephskitchen.com or call the number on your screen today.